are going to get critique you are going to get pushback yeah 9 times out of 10 if you can handle the q&a Mm-hmm. If you can handle the stress of the Q and A and the naysayers in the room, that shows your presence yeah, a lot yeah. more than the actual presentation itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. because that's where things unravel also. Yeah, yeah. Right. You sure. sounded so confident about this idea five minutes ago, and one question, and you seem shaken. Welcome to Small Talk with Raincraft. I'm Subha, a leadership and executive coach, and I'm Hasita, a marketing strategist. We're just two people who love to talk and love to learn. And this is us being curious about the world around us. Join us. So Subha, I met someone really interesting last week. You know how some people can walk into a room and behave as though they own it, and this was one of those people. And did they own it? My god, you know. it was not that they were being particularly aggressive or assertive or forthcoming or any of those things that i think we typically associate with being a present individual mm-hmm. it was more that they were just there and something about them being there was a adding value and b very comforting somehow mm-hmm. while also being fun being easy and sometimes i wonder what kind of impressions do we all leave on the people that we meet and does that really matter because it mattered to me that day so i'm assuming it does right and i'm getting a sense that this is going to stay with you for quite a while yeah and i'm so glad you brought it up because it's you know i've been in a few rooms where this has been missing okay and it uh, and you kind of feel sorry for that individual who had the opportunity or who really needed to make an impact mm. in in that occasion or in that event and uh, you know like you said it's not very tangible yeah but you know that there was something missing right and there's kind of this x factor that we look for in um, in leaders in somebody who is not just leader from a title sense but somebody who's leading that occasion yeah yeah you know you could just be leading a meeting of peers or you could be at an external event and you know like we go to where there's a bunch of women entrepreneurs and you could be one of the speakers but that x factor that we look for mm. and you know in the absence of any real uh, textbook kind of definition i think what we are looking for is executive presence. Mhm. No, I think you're right. Um some people have it and some people don't and it seems very black and white, right? Like why are some leaders remembered even in the context of smaller groups and why are some not? Uh and when we talk about executive presence, I think the issue that I find is that to me it still seems a little abstract, mm. right? Can you quantify it first of all? And secondly, if you are not somebody who has presented before or you know you've grown into your role through the work you've done but not necessarily had many opportunities to talk about it perhaps how then do you become somebody that people should be paying attention to yeah. and should you even bother right because sometimes we do feel like okay my work can speak for itself so why then should i put any effort into being into, this person into being yeah. that uh, individual no your i think two very important questions here one what really is executive presence and the bigger question which most of us have and i think we rationalize an answer to ourselves that we don't need it yeah. is why do i need it at all mm-hmm. right in in the kind of work that i'm doing 
So executive presence is highly intuitive. We are not going to have absolute metrics mm. to say that someone has it. Uh, we could more easily say a leader has, you know, good uh, analytical skills or good, um, you know, critical thinking skills or even, you know, great communication skills. But executive presence, you'll you'll kind of be searching for the words to describe it. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's exactly uh, it. It's about the ability to inspire confidence. Mm. Inspire confidence in your team, inspire confidence among peers that you are the person for the job. Yeah. Right. You're capable, you're reliable, you know what you're talking about, you'll get things done. And in some way, it indicates to those around you that you have a potential for greater things. That's exactly it. I think it's so much about the vision that you can paint and how you can go about doing that. Right. Because I think a lot of people are happy to follow somebody who seems to know where they're going. Correct. And I think in asking for executive presence, that's probably exactly what we are looking for. Right? We need a leader who can inspire us to follow the path that they've set out. And you know, coming to your second question of why do I need it? I'm, I'm let's say right now running a small to medium agency or I'm uh, one among many in a good set of leaders in an organization. So what are some of the things that you need to achieve at work? Uh, you need to really mobilize a team to do something difficult or challenging. Yeah. You need to lead typically uh, critical or high visibility projects or you're in a, in a boardroom or a meeting room and important decisions are being taken and you have a point of view and you want them to hear your point of view. Right? Yeah. Not really about, oh, they have to accept what you say, but you want them to hear your point of view. Right. So how can you, um, and you also want to, inspire the the juniors around you or the people you work with, whether it's a vendor partner or it's your own team in your startup or uh, you're one, one person in a large organization with a team. But to achieve these goals, executive presence will take you a long way. It will really further your career. And it's, it's something that I think every leader should try and cultivate at mm. some point in time. Because I think finally people follow other people and just to that extent I'm sure it becomes important somewhere because I may have the breadth and depth of knowledge uh, probably even more than what my role entails but communicating it and I don't know if advertising it is the right word but <laughs> unless you put it out there how would people know right? right so in the context of this conversation say I want to actively go about building a strong presence my goal is that in the next six months when I enter a room, I want people to pay attention. I want people to know even before I'm there that I'm going to say something of value. Yeah. Uh, is there a recipe for really doing this? And if you, I've never done it before, where do I even begin? Yes, Hasita, let's take a pinch of this and a dash <laughs> of that. And Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> but let's see how we can deconstruct it because... Um, you know, since it's not very tangible, but intuitively we know what we want to see and hear. Yeah. Right? Uh, a couple of things are easier. And the first thing, and I'm, and I'm glad that you're coming from it from an angle saying, hey, how can I uh, be better at this? Mm. Because that itself is an important awareness or acknowledgement of the fact that this is a skill that you can add to your basket of skills. Right. And it's not something that... You know, we usually dismiss it as, hey, I, you know, he or she is born with it. Mm. 
mm-hmm. and i can't be that person yeah. right and i'm not so charming and i think charm uh, is something that gets mixed with presence mm-hmm. charm is something completely different uh, okay. and charm is yes you have a very positive impact when you walk into the room and you're able to get people to listen to you but executive presence in the context of work um is a little more or is much more of a skill mm. that you can acquire right and if i if i deconstruct it for you i think two things two three things are important a couple of them are easy one which a lot of people say hey you know should we you know don't don't judge a book by its cover etc etc but i think appearance matters right and not in terms of oh you have to be good looking and glamorous etc but it's about how you present yourself at the workplace mm-hmm. right? or how you present yourself for an occasion are you are you just dressed for that occasion and are you carrying yourself in a way that uh, kind of respects the occasion right right so um, like for example you know in banking services you can't really keep turning up wearing denim uh you need to wear a tie and a suit when you're meeting a customer and you be, need to be dressed in business casuals because finally you're going to have a conversation serious conversation with them about their money and their finances yeah right yeah. and if someone walks in unshaven you know with a denim jacket and no matter what you it leaves a certain it, it leaves us or yeah. it or it uh, reduces your expectation <laughs> from that person yeah yeah right So one is to to dress the part mm. right in in whatever way that is comfortable to you mm. but make sure that if it's a, an important occasion or or even just day to day business and day to day work meetings uh walk in as though you are ready to be there and you want to be there and mm-hmm. uh, you want to kind of lead this team and lead this group and lead by example so i think appearance does honestly make Matter. a difference mm. right um the second is just simple communication skills right you don't have to be overly uh, eloquent and use big words but you need to speak in a confident and concise manner mm. right um always have you know data or even anecdotes to back up what you're saying um always think about or be mindful that typically today whether it's a zoom call or whether you're in the room there's only so much time allocated for this right right so how do i say what i want to say in a crisp and concise way and still get across the information that i want like you know i was saying i was quite underwhelmed in a room recently yeah where a senior executive had to make a presentation and it's a 30 minute call and it took him I kid you not 12 minutes to really even tell us what he's going to tell us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And uh, the 3 4 of us on the call we zoned out way before that. Um there's another word which I really like which people associate with uh, executive presence and that is uh gravitas. Yeah. What a nice word. I love that word somehow. <laughs> yeah. Right? And uh, and so I'm mindful not to overuse it. and the funny thing is in saying that i already have this image of people with gravitas that i know who are just walking you know in my right? mental picture right yeah. now yeah so uh, you know do people take you seriously 
do they think before you know asking you something or second guessing your decision or a statement that you've made uh, gravitas is to me it's a combination of the confidence that you stand there with plus the personality yeah no i think there's a a, a little bit of uh, you know how comfortable you are standing there yeah 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 and that comes i think also because they have prepared so well for yeah. that role itself you yeah know? yeah no, very true i think you could have been um kind of a, a shy teenager or a not so confident uh, young adult but none of that means that you need to replicate that pattern or assume that you can't grow out of it through effort yeah right yeah. these are skills and it can gravitas i don't think it's inborn right i don't think everybody who stands is born there is gravitationally strong <laughs> for lack of a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're no. defying gravity and standing straight <laughs> yeah no <laughs> no fair enough in fact i i wanted to ask you that as well because i think um, you know maybe it's a cultural thing or maybe it's a global thing i have no idea i've only grown up in one country but the whole sharma ji ka beta uh, trope <laughs> is very real and we've all been compared uh, to somebody else's success at a very impressionable age and i think we carry that into uh, our um, adult patterns as well mm. and it happens very organically because that's the only way we know how to be yeah right so in identifying that where can i even begin changing it what would help me be somebody else you know this is an interesting segue because uh, i was recently reading about beyonce mm-hmm. and uh, i mean we all see her on stage super confident uh, strong woman you know women a woman who's i an icon for all other women and uh, who's really got her act together yeah uh, and i think on stage when she's performing she's also a little sassy a little aggressive yeah, yeah. right there there's a character there what i didn't know was that that's actually a character okay. she plays okay so apparently you know she says i'm i'm none of these things i'm not confident i'm not fearless i'm not um, uh, this slightly flirtatious kind of person and so i've created sasha mm-hmm. and she even has a name for her <laughs> saying when i go on stage i'm sasha and so that lets me be all of these things because then when i walk off the stage i'm back to being me wow right and i think that was a very interesting kind of maybe extreme example mm-hmm. of how you rise to the occasion mm-hmm. and you don't feel like uh, hey but i'm not that person and so if i go on stage and do all these things uh, people who know me will not will know it's not me yeah yeah no there's an interesting uh, lesson there i think for all of us as well to just say can i it's not so much pretending but can i inhabit a different character for a while and if that's what executive presence is to me then so be it mm. i may still need to go back and i think a lot of us uh who identify with introversion sometimes mm. uh it's not easy to step into rooms uh claim space so mm. to speak right but just to say i don't have to take my entire identity into this room it's just about being there in service of the messaging that i need yeah. people to listen to yeah. and uh, because the- the one thing i thought about when i was reading this is then what happens to the whole spiel on authenticity being... <laughs> i was just thinking 
yeah yeah if i don't take all of me into a room does that still yeah mean i'm yeah because the other story that we are consistently hearing is leaders have to be authentic yeah like who you wake up as is who you need to be yeah. during yeah but um, that authenticity can come from and does come from i think also different places um we were saying that one of the key things you know if if i could give you a recipe i think the main ingredient is hours of preparation mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, whether it is an event a meeting just a room that you know you're going to be in uh, that is important to you um preparation in two ways one is for that situation where a little bit of this okay what role am i playing mm-hmm. right uh, today i'm going to be that perfect founder or perfect business owner who has to drive this team and make them see this vision yeah right and i have to i'm and i'm that's the part i'm going to play but the other part of preparation is really the content mm-hmm. right uh, and and that comes from for each of us different places i've i've been that uh, backbencher hardly ever spoken class and i think even through maybe one of the few people who went through business school hardly kind of putting my hand up much okay right? in a very competitive you know i know the answer kind of room mm-hmm. i chose not to say i know the answer <laughs> 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 but uh, um my confidence over the years came from my workplace simply because i got better and better at what i was doing right right and for me a large part of my presence and ability to like you said be there own the room uh, make an impact comes from knowing what i'm talking about so true so true and that is where and what we talk about when we talk about experience sometimes i guess about having invested again and again and yeah. again in the same thing yeah. to the extent that in your sleep you could be woken up and you'd still know the ins and the outs of yeah. what you're talking about yeah and that we can do right exactly it's not hard to do i mean sure it takes time and consistency but it's not impossible correct no i think see what's your vision and vision is not always this big grand thing my my vision is to get these five people to say yes to the budget for this project mm-hmm. right that's a good enough vision for that day yeah uh, it's it's a pretty heavy vision for <laughs> for any for day, day. <laughs> but yeah right so i've got a vision i've got an idea that i need to pitch to this group um i have certain points i need to make in favor of this have those ready and i i just love bullet point thinking i think it just structures thoughts in your mind so well and it also gives you a very quick kind of way to check hey i had four things to say did i say all four yeah, because yeah. Uh, and most times i can you know if i kind of slightly close my eyes i can see those four <laughs> bullet points <laughs> yeah, right that's nice <laughs> uh be mindful that can i say it in a crisp concise way uh i don't have to go round and round about something if i have the data and if i have the information that i have to share and finally one thing that many of us um, maybe forget about or wish that we don't have to prepare for you are going to get critique you are going to get push back yeah yeah we ramble correct to avoid getting specific enough that some questions may be thrown our way correct and if you can and again that's part of preparation if you can think through saying hey 2 minutes put myself in in the other guy's shoes 
what could he or she push back on yeah what is it that they may not like hearing what do i need to counter that with because nine times out of 10 when if you can handle the q and a Mm-hmm. in a way right mm-hmm. if you can handle the stress of the q and a and the naysayers in the room uh, that shows your presence yeah, a lot yeah. more than the actual presentation itself yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. because that's where things unravel also yeah yeah right you sure. sounded so confident about this idea 5 minutes ago and one question and you seem shaken yeah yeah no fair enough so what i'm hearing is that there is actually a recipe and that recipe is about nine parts preparation <laughs> and one part picking the right clothes <laughs> uh yeah and then maybe adding a sprinkle of your charm or the fact that you're trying like you know uh, one of the most charming people that i think any i mean irrefutably charming is probably shahrukh khan right yeah. and his charm is not the confident oh i'm going to punch four walls kind of it's more i'm going to joke about this and come you're also in on the joke so that's also yeah. a kind of yeah, yeah. but uh, that's interesting because one thing that almost everybody will say about sharuk is that he's charming and he's got presence and all that but that he is super intelligent he is right so his wit comes from the intelligence yeah so it's nine parts prep again <laughs> exactly right so he's um, very ready for that audience and that event and the questions that could possibly be asked of him uh and i think a lot of this is coming from having watched the romantics yes, on netflix course. recently and uh, i think falling in love with sharuk all over again but you're right he does have all of this and more and probably not he's not that person at home i i get a I'm sense i'm assuming that, and uh, also maybe he didn't get there overnight as well yeah that's there <laughs> definitely <laughs> so there's hope for the rest of us <laughs> and uh, the the thing that's irking me a bit is that i can't immediately think of a long list of women who have great presence i'm i don't know why i'm struggling that's interesting i think maybe how we define executive presence is probably different and this is probably a gendered conversation in that sense i get that feeling no somewhere um, we have so much of conditioning mm. to uh, speak softly be demure be quiet yeah, speak yeah. when spoken to uh and and while we're trying to navigate all that and i've made huge progress i'm, I'm not saying yeah. that but um when we talk about some of these topics i think this is another episode by itself i agree i that, agree that uh, what is holding so many of us back that's it from us today folks thank you so much for listening bye hey small talkers thank you for listening till the very end We love bringing these episodes to you and we hope you enjoy them too. Please do drop in your comments, likes, shares, reviews, whatever you can do on the platform that you're on to help us reach a larger and larger audience and that would really make our day. You can find out more about today's guest or today's episode in the show notes. All the details and how you can find us on social media is right there. Thank you and see you next time. Bye.